the studios of Boise State Public Radio News. I'm Samantha Wright, filling in for Jim Gaudet. It's Idaho Matters. Earlier this month, 700 scientists and experts gathered in Guatemala to talk about volcanoes. Topics included things like developing eruption early warning systems and how to use drones to study volcanoes. It was the 12th version of the Cities on Volcanoes conference. This one had several firsts. It was held for the first time in Central America. It was the first time it was fully bilingual. For Jeff Johnson, this conference was four years in the making. He's a Boise State Geosciences professor. He spends his time monitoring volcanoes and studying how they erupt, and he's done a lot for the volcano community. He calls this his most important legacy project in the volcano business. Jeff just got back from Guatemala. He joins us now along with Manuel Gomez-Navarro, a BSU professor in world languages. And they're working together on a project to create a virtual tour of the Fuego Volcano in Guatemala. I want to thank you both for taking some time being with us today. Glad you're here. Thanks very much. Jeff, so what is the Cities on Volcanoes conference? What is this? This has happened before. Yeah, so we just came back from the 12th iteration of the Cities on Volcanoes conference series. And this was a uh, a long um, project in the making. But four years ago, we proposed to bring this conference to Guatemala, to Central America for the first time. And uh, we were postponed a bit by uh, by the pandemic. So we ended up um, being uh, sort of in slow motion. But eventually, our, our date stuck. And February of 2024, we brought 700 volcano professionals to Guatemala to learn from Guatemala and also provide sort of an exchange of ideas to Guatemalans because uh, uh, volcanoes in Guatemala are, are front and center. And the city where we had the conference, Antigua, Guatemala, is a quintessential cities on volcanoes, amongst volcanoes. That's amazing. So it, you, you're talking about bringing it to Central America for the for the first time. Um, I'm, I'm a little surprised that it hasn't happened before. Right. So the previous 11 versions of Cities on Volcanoes have gone all over the world. Uh, there have been two, three actually in Latin America, uh, including Mexico, Chile and Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the first time that the conference was able to come to Central America. And in my opinion, it was overdue. Uh, also, it's just a, um, a fundamentally important region for uh, people who live amongst volcanoes. Now, the mission of Cities on Volcanoes is the intersection of society and volcanoes. It's not strictly a scientific conference. So our objectives are to um, exchange ideas and provide uh, necessary information to people who's who are actually impacted by the volcanoes. Um, and Guatemala is a classic example of uh, a nation that um, has a lot of exposure to volcanic risks. Well, right. And, and you're talking about the people who live there, who live near uh, volcanoes, um, because as you said, they're the most primary affected. So I think it's fascinating um, you wanted to make the conference bilingual, and you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was very important for us to make sure that this conference was um, inclusive of the region. Uh, so many of these conferences that are held internationally are accessible to people who have have the means to to travel overseas or obtain a visa. And so by bringing the conference to Guatemala itself, we were able to attract a, an unprecedented number of of local folks, people from the region, Central America, including El Salvador, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, um, throughout South America, 
and they were able to attend this conference in numbers that were somewhat unprecedented. Um, and we also think that the fact that this conference was offered in both Spanish and in English provided a, a sort of an easy or entry way for people to participate and present their own work and um, in this international venue. How did BSU get involved in uh, in this? So BSU is um, has a very strong department of geosciences and a, a long history in, in vulcan, volcano science. Um, and I consider myself to be part of a group of several people who have been doing volcano science now for decades. My work in Guatemala began in 2003. And most of what I do involves uh, scientific discovery and trying to understand what makes volcanoes tick. So I've worked at the active volcanoes in Guatemala, and there are three that have erupted in the last decade um, over the years and, and, and done a lot of publication. Um, and after you know working on these volcanoes for several decades, I, I came to the conclusion that um, the impact of, of my work is, is perhaps directed at a very selective small community. And together with other collaborators, we decided that, hey, we could make some more of an impact by bringing um, this international conference to Guatemala and showcasing the unique situation of, of Guatemalan and Central American people living amongst volcanoes. Um, and so this transition from being a scientific-focused um, Boise State University professor to one where we um, tried to encourage the interaction of, you know, social scientists, government professionals, um, hazard mitigation specialists, and first responders with science was was kind of a dream come true for me. It was, uh, like you mentioned before, it's one of my legacy career events. We're speaking with Jeff Johnson. He's a Boise State Geosciences professor. And Manuel Gomez-Navarro, a BSU professor in world languages, they just got back from the Cities on Volcanoes conference in Guatemala. Manuel, what was the thing that most impressed you about Guatemala and uh, and its volcanoes? Well, it was my first time in Guatemala and my first time being so close to a volcano. So that was very impressive. And I feel very, very fortunate of being surrounded of some of the top uh, world top uh, volcanologists. And the second thing I think, and, and, and this is from my, my humanities perspective, it was being there and being able to learn more about the Guatemalan people, learn more, more about the indigenous communities living surrounding the, the volcanoes and the, the economy and the history and how the volcanoes are part of the, their life. They're living. So every day they are seeing the, the fog volcano erupting and, and the coffee plant uh, plantations are part of this ecosystem. So it's a human uh, ecosystem, I would say, that it was very, very interesting for me to, to learn about being there, also presenting the, the platform in Spanish. So I was part of this bilingual effort of bringing uh, Spanish for Sciences alive right there in Guatemala. Jeff, that sounds exactly like what you want the conference to do, the Cities on Volcanoes uh, mission, not just science, but but working with folks who, who live on the ground. Yeah, I, I would say that this conference um, w exceeded expectations of the international community. And I'm so very proud that I was uh, a cog in the wheel to help um, promote this this conference in Guatemala and, and organize it. Uh, and just to conclude, you know, we, we brought 600 
of the 700 participants out into the field to visit volcano field sites during during the one week conference on Wednesday, 300 of our participants went to Pacaya Volcano, which has erupted recently but is not active right now, and 300 went to Fuego Volcano. And you know, these are professionals who were able to observe the volcano and its deposits like most scientists do, but they also visited the the village of San Miguel Los Lotes, which was devastated in the 2018 eruption. And I think that it was a very important experience for many of the participants who sometimes um, study volcanoes in a in a sort of distanced fashion um, to observe the catastrophic potential of volcanic eruptions and cause us to remember why it is that we are actually in this business. Absolutely. Um, Jeff, I know you've been to many volcanoes. But, Manuel, I think you said this first time you've been um, up close to one. What's it like? Is it scary? Mm, no, I was more excited about the opportunity. I was almost sure that we, we, we were not going to be experiencing a dangerous uh, eruption. And so I, I felt very, very safe with all the, the people surrounding me, these experts and the, the people organizing the the field trip. So no, it, it was very, very exciting and, and great seeing the, the view and and the sunrise from from there. No, exciting. Exciting. So this this virtual tour that you're both working on, when when will people be able to to see it, be able to go on this tour of of a of a volcano? So we are uh, loading photos, videos, and working in the mechanics. But the plan is that we'll be ready for open to the public on August. Well, I mm -hmm. love this thing because you can sort of move around on it and you can see the landscape around the volcano. And then you can click on things. You can get a video. Um, it's it's very interactive. I, th I think it's great. When you talk about things like uh, volcano early warning systems and how to find out when they're going to erupt, that's that's very scientific. But I love the idea that you're trying to make sure that the people who live on the ground with the volcanoes every day are able to live with the volcanoes every day, whether it's early warning system or just just how to survive when you're near a volcano. And that's really the point of cities on volcanoes, um, because there are other uh, volcano science conferences out there that occur every few years that are focused on, you know, the um, the research community. Uh, but cities on volcanoes is a place where those researchers can come together and and translate their science into real world applications, um, and to interact with the public. Uh, and so, you know, those those seven hundred participants that we're talking about. There was only um, a fraction of them that were, you know, I would say university types or involved in in in, in heavy research. Others are there to explain how um, how it is to live amongst volcanoes, to educate people who have to deal with volcanic hazards day to day. Um, and you know, Guatemala is an example of a place where people, the majority of people, live uh, in this volcanic corridor, um, and so it's actually relevant for so many other regions of, of the world, including, um, you know, our, our neighbors in, in the Cascade Volcanoes, um, because although Cascade Volcanoes, Washington, Oregon, Northern California are not active today, um, they will be in the future. 
And so it's an interesting side note that the next Cities on Volcanoes, the Cities on Volcanoes iteration number 13, is actually going to be held not far from Boise in Bend, Oregon, which is a city that is um, close to volcanoes, uh, albeit volcanoes that are not quite as active as those in Guatemala. Oh, we've been speaking with Jeff Johnson. He's a Boise State Geosciences professor and uh, spends his time studying volcanoes. And Manuel Gomez Navarro, BSU professor in world languages, um, they're working on a project to create a virtual tour of the Fuego Volcano in Guatemala. Thank you both for being here. This has been great. Thanks, Samantha, for your interest in this. Um, and, you know, I just would like to give a shout out to Boise State University that was able to help support the organization of this conference. Um, I'm very grateful that they were um, appreciative of these efforts. Thanks for listening to Idaho Matters. Boise State Public Radio and Idaho Matters are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Samantha Wright. We'll see you tomorrow. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts.